nature is in danger and so are we a few years back when this reality dawned on me i was passionate about living a sustainable lifestyle and spreading this awareness hi i'm pallavi founder of the eco loop a civil engineer by profession now turned into an ecopreneur this podcast will give you useful resources to take away so you can start or fuel your sustainable lifestyle if you want to embrace health and peace in your and your loved ones lives this podcast is for you this podcast is an attempt to share my journey of learning and implementing a sustainable lifestyle with the swaps i made we will celebrate and get some impactful hacks from many amazing self motivated women who are creating a huge impact with their simple eco friendly practices let's inspire each other and keep the motivation to live in sync with nature so join me in these fun filled discussions with some great insights from a new episode every week the episode begins Our guest for today is Dr. Pratima Kamath. She is very close to my heart. Dr. Pratima Kamath is a retired doctor and was practicing in the field of anesthesia in South Mumbai till 2008 before she decided to shift to Dubai. Her journey towards a plastic-free life began almost 25 years ago when she witnessed something really disturbing which she will tell us more about in detail in this interview. And that was her turning point in life. Her first step towards a plastic-free journey was to use simple homemade paper trash bags instead of store-bought plastic bags. Soon after she moved to Dubai, she was diagnosed with hypothyroidism, and that's when, being a doctor herself, she deep-dived into intensive research to see if the products she used on a day-to-day basis were affecting her health. she unveils some shocking facts she found out from her research and this is what began her journey towards eliminating the toxic and plastic products in her life she is so passionate about spreading this awareness that she and her husband started distributing a specially designed zero waste kit to friends and family i'm so excited to interview her and gain as much wisdom as i can from her expertise and experience so let's get started good afternoon dr pratima how are you doing thank you so much Hi, for coming you. on the podcast yeah uh, in fact i should thank you for uh, uh, joining me on the on this podcast how are you <laughs> i'm good i'm good <laughs> so dr pratima i'm very inquisitive to know how your journey started i know uh, i have seen you you are a very eco conscious person and you follow everything to the t i have seen your house in dubai it was like you know full of trees lot of nature around surrounded with so many beautiful parrots and you know it was very nice uh, were you always uh, Uh, growing up were you always around nature and did you always have this affinity towards uh, nature and you know into sustainability etc uh, uh i love nature right from the beginning but uh, i was very lucky to be a part of a family uh-huh. who always loved pets hmm. so we always had pets in our house whether they were rescued whether they came from our neighbors and uh, even in my i mean mother's place my and uh, very luckily after ma- marriage also we uh, 
had pets yeah but uh, about the nature about the trees and plants uh, because i was born and brought up in mumbai i was in a high rise building i was never a part of like actively uh, planting a trees and all mm-hmm. but whenever i went for vacation in goa which is my native i loved nature i loved to go to the sea and fields and uh, coconut trees and uh, i really loved that place but it mm. was only uh, during the vacation right right uh, the change came in my life when um, i shifted to dubai and we had our own villa with a garden space mm. where practically i learned gardening from all the neighbors and maids and everybody <laughs> who i interacted yeah and even uh, the so called sustainability uh-huh. i learned from all the friends like you oh. uh, in dubai <laughs> you are very humble <laughs> so that's wonderful so uh, so practically your sustainability journey started in dubai like how how many years back yeah i uh, i'm in dubai since 2008 uh, uh-huh. recently we shifted back to india in 2021 Mhm. Uh actually sustainability journey started little earlier than that. Oh, wonderful. Uh, when we used to uh, see cows in a Indian uh, road uh-huh. eating plastic bags uh, full of food and ah. the vegetables and all. Right, right. So me and my mother-in-law decided to change our habits that is uh, mm-hmm. we used to make newspaper bags. Mhm. But uh, we were the only people in our apartment complex who changed. And wow. uh, because of that, uh, even though we had a newspaper bag, mm-hmm. everybody else had a plastic bag. So it took us uh, literally 10 years to tell people that uh, mm. what you're throwing out of the house or yeah. waste mm. is uh, not going anywhere else. It is going to be in your surrounding. Right. and it is going to affect your own health in future yes maybe not your health but your children's health absolutely so that was when we uh, change or maybe that was my love for the nature or pets mm-hmm. that uh, uh, change my habit of changing my trash bag into yeah. a newspaper or paper bag that's that so that was wonderful. my first uh, attempt Yeah. Ah, so that's quite long back actually. Uh, two yeah, maybe before two thousand eight or twenty five. Wonderful, yeah. wonderful. <laughs> uh, so, what was the first uh, eco conscious habit you started with? Is it the pla- newspaper bags, like uh, avoiding plastic? Ah, uh, yeah, but uh, avoiding plastic came much later because uh, there was a time where. uh you will find all the organizers in your house or in yeah. fact everything is coated in the plastic yes the the problem is always with the single use plastic mm. i mean the disposable what we call as right so the i developed uh, hypothyroidism after i came to dubai uh-huh. and uh, like uh, maybe as a doctor i went into more into the research detail right, right. and realized that all these hormonal disturbances mm-hmm. are happening and lot of people are getting it uh, uh-huh. not only me mm-hmm. is only because we are having lot of uh, hormone disruptors uh, uh, they are called mm-hmm. the substances which go inside your body and mm-hmm. they change the way your hormones are working Okay. And the major part of it is are the substances which are 
making the plastic looks more colorful or harder or which can give plastic a shape mm-hmm. so they are known as phthalates and bisphenol um, mm-hmm. and those are the things which uh, uh, say you drink a uh, water or drink hot tea mm-hmm. in a plastic mug or mm-hmm. a bottle mm-hmm. little amount of uh, ad- i mean additives will go inside your body oh. uh, they will not leave your body because they will go and sit on the places where the hormones are acting mm-hmm. and slowly slowly you'll develop this uh, problems oh, so okay. once i knew it i started changing slowly that at least food should not be in contact or water should not be in contact with plastic right. later on i realized that okay some other things need to be eliminated from my surrounding right so there came a change like uh, you know the toothpaste the shampoos and mm. everything has something or the other chemical so right. slowly slowly that journey started wonderful yeah actually even i developed hypothyroidism i think around uh, 2011 but uh, now like now when i reflect back I, i as you are saying i do feel like i was having everything out of plastic storing food in plastic like you know even you heat uh, i used to heat food in microwave in a plastic bowl <laughs> so that's even more harmful i think right like uh, it is going to uh, the chemicals are going to seep into my food more quickly right like if you heat it up in a plastic bowl like those tupperwares or you know whatever no the way these things are marketed they are always will write that it is microwave safe yeah but it is it may be safe for the first time or single use mm-hmm. once you wash these uh, things automatically they will have scratches Yeah these scratches will allow the additives or the wrong substances to go inside your food oh. so you have to be very careful in an emergency you can use plastic but not uh, on the daily basis and okay. especially during pregnancy during yeah. i mean when your child is growing mm. you should never touch uh, any any food should not touch the plastic okay that's a very good point uh, yeah actually uh i stopped very late actually uh, using those plastics but yeah by then i had done quite harm to my body but yeah that was the turning point where i started introspecting what why is it going wrong like what is going wrong and uh, and as you said for kids it's a definitely a big no right like uh, their their bodies are just developing and we are uh, unknowingly putting all these toxins into their bodies that's uh one more thing i would like to add in this that mm. uh, sometimes we are more worried about the things which are uh, which are visible like yeah. uh, i know there is a tooth toothbrush toothbrush or you know the bottle water bottle mm. but something called microplastic which is uh, very very tiny which we cannot see mm. so if you are wearing a artificial garment and if it is getting washed in the uh, washing machine Mm-hmm. a large amount of microplastic enters your water bodies yeah true and that in turn like if i'm a fish eater for example mm-hmm. uh, the uh, the animals inside the ocean they are going mm-hmm. to eat that microplastic mm-hmm. and it is going to come back to my food chain yes later on and that is also going to affect my 
digestive system and hormones and everything not only me uh, all human beings all animals are Absolutely. getting affected the the major part is uh, because of our action at least 1 million birds and ocean uh, animals are getting killed oh my uh, god because of the plastic oh. every year my so goodness. that was once i knew this fact mm. uh, i i had to change my uh, habits yeah i know yeah that... i had to change it. that's wonderful that's wonderful and uh, it's so sad right like unknowingly we are uh, i think killing our own habitat <laughs> i i was a lucky one to get your zero waste kit <laughs> you have been distributing these uh, you know zero waste kits which have very good uh, amenity i mean good uh, um, zero waste products which can help us go eliminate eliminate the use of uh, single use plastic so what what uh, when did you get this idea and what made you do that like and uh, by distributing that did you see any change happening people were motivated to make a shift in their behaviors or uh, habits uh my kit was not uh, looking like a kit before yeah uh, because uh-huh. i had not uh, assembled because what i used to do is whenever there is a diwali or anything we used mm. to always give uh, sweets or uh, uh, to our neighbors or friends yeah i used to always go and buy a container which can be useful uh, i mean steel uh-huh. container or something like that. Okay. whenever there is a child uh, who i want to gift i used to give the water bottle which can be utilized uh, always correct but then came a time where we realized that when we give gift to each other mm. we tend to gift wrap them and uh, yeah. you know we tend to decorate them in such substances which mm. are going to be thrown in the trash correct so uh, slowly slowly we decided that okay let us uh, let us give them in a uh, reusable uh, jute bag or a cloth bag something like that and then there came an idea that why not first we use it mm-hmm. me and my husband decided to uh, kind of assemble a kit which okay. we use almost for 6 months Uh-huh. and i'll uh, explain to you how the kit works yeah uh, it is any bag any reusable bag you have which mm. is little tough right which has a plate and mm. a mug and a water bottle and Correct. a cutlery mm-hmm. and a towel a cotton towel and mm. a shopping bag which is can, which can be folded folded R- right so you always keep this inside your car or wherever you go like only cutlery i don't carry in the aeroplane but mm. otherwise i keep everything with me even during the long journeys wonderful so whenever there is a need mm. of uh, using a disposable uh, anything whether it's a mug or water bottle i can always pull out my things and i can request them to fill my own mug right fill my own plate mm. so that is how at least one uh disposable thing is eliminated i mean it is not used or it is not thrown into a trash mm. uh my philosophy is whenever you do any action just close your eyes and think that oh i am using a disposable cup today for water in an mm. aeroplane mm. uh there are 360 people sitting with me yeah. all mm. are doing the same yeah and uh, just imagine 1 billion people doing the same 
because there is a lot of traffic uh, in the airport yes, also yes yes so uh, uh, you can imagine the impact yeah absolutely so eliminating that one cup looks very small mm. but imagine everybody doing it uh, it will be a big impact very true so we started doing it we went to in fact roadside restaurant also we started asking for uh, vada pav in the our own plate wow. they used to make fun sometime they used to say oh no no it, uh, we have our own plates uh-huh. but we used to tell them uh, mm-hmm. that no this is sustainable you know right. i'm going to wash my own plate right. i'm going to reuse it for 10 more years so it is Actually. sustainable yeah so similarly metal straw and cutlery mm. can help and uh, uh, towels will always help because yeah. the number of uh, paper towels you use mm. uh, can be tremendous you know in a day if you really count it can go up to 10 12 or even kitchen towels yeah. so replacing them with uh, cotton towels will always help right right so later on we uh, suddenly one day my husband had a you know he uh, kind of write uh, he has written a poem or we can say credo oh nice uh, which uh, which rhymes with the uh, name of my dog that is tinkerbell yeah and then yeah. we decided that if we really want to gift somebody mm-hmm. why not make a kit and gift it mm. so it is a message to them that not to use disposable product right and they can teach someone else about the sustainability Yes, because yes. they will learn through these actions. Actually, yeah. So that was somewhere around like five six years back we started doing this. Hmm. And that's so, uh, when you met me. I think I have given it. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. We are still using that, and it's so useful. And uh, the message on the bag, zero waste, is so inspiring. <laughs> Whenever you see that, you are motivated. Okay, I don't want to, you know, really uh, take anything disposable. I will refuse. so it's wonderful it's a it's a very nice useful kit i must say uh, yeah as you said recently you moved to india right from uh, dubai so you and your husband yes. uh, i have started constructing a eco friendly house right like if i understood right and uh, you are also building or growing i think growing a forest yeah uh that is the right word <laughs> so i am very inquisitive to know about it so please tell us about it and what inspired you to go back and take up this big project it's quite a massive project <laughs> uh, so actually my uh, pet love uh, is the basis of all these things yeah uh, mm-hmm. whenever we saw that uh, when we were in the city and uh, when we feed stray animals mm-hmm. people will always have objections on the people who are helping the stray animals so okay. if we are living in a society uh, mm-hmm. which is bounded by the rules that oh you cannot uh, feed stray animal or you cannot help them mm-hmm. uh, like maybe two or three do okay but when it uh, the number increases to 10 or 15 the neighbors will start uh, uh, complaining about you we always had this thing in mind that when we go back mm-hmm. in india we will buy such a place mm-hmm. or we will rent such a place where it will be away from the uh, major society or uh, crowded cities oh nice. okay that also helps the animal to be free around mm. because uh, at present i am in a rented house where mm. 
i have rescued around uh, 10 dogs and uh, 6 wow. cats wow that's why uh, so, but uh, we always uh, face this issue that we are not able to just uh, make them free run around mm. because there will be always a, a around i mean the school school kids going on or college kids uh, right. near our house we will have complaints right so right. we take them for a walk morning to hours evening to hours we play with them but mm-hmm. uh, in a community this is not possible Got so it. we decided to go little away from in the outskirts mm-hmm. we have around 14 acres of land nice. very luckily uh, land on one side the southern side of our land Uh-huh. government forest okay so uh, we are just extending that forest uh, with the native plants uh-huh. and slowly slowly we are going to build up it will be never like you know in one day we are going to plant 100 trees and all mm-hmm. but slowly we are going to build up that uh, uh, forest mm-hmm. we will uh, purposely put some fruit trees so that the wild animals also will have uh, their share in the wow. jungle okay Mm-hmm. and uh, we will isolate our one or one and a half acres of area where we are building the okay uh, house which is a eco friendly house mm-hmm. uh, where we will have our stray animal uh, okay. in a confined surrounding okay uh, so that the wild animals and they don't uh, have yeah. okay ah uh, yeah right so related to the eco friendly house what we are building we were lucky, very lucky to get an architect team Uh-huh. uh they are expert in the uh, building such houses nice uh, less than 9 to 10% we are using the cement mm-hmm. other things wow. are uh, the mud which is available in our place mm-hmm. uh the uh, the red color soil which is uh, available in the surroundings right uh we are using the uh, quarry sand mm-hmm. which is called q sand or m sand which is okay. a byproduct of uh, uh All, all these uh, quarries where the metals are extracted right and uh, lime water we are using as mm-hmm. mixing uh, material mm-hmm. and uh, only 9% to 10% cement that's one then there are so many other uh, uh, tricks what my architect have used uh-huh. is uh, uh, you know she has incorporated certain things in the slab like uh, earthen pots which will reduce the area Ah. of the cement uh, slab okay so there are uh, the the shape of the bricks are also different uh, to reduce the area uh-huh. we are making our own bricks manually okay. there is a machine uh, hmm. and we are making it manually uh-huh. so large amount of electricity use and everything is uh, eliminated awesome. whatever electricity what we are using is the uh, solar energy mm-hmm. so we already have solar panels and okay uh, whatever machines also the pump water pump what we are using is running on that wonderful so uh, we won't be using any chemicals uh, to paint or anything uh-huh. it will be all natural look wow wonderful so even so, the dog shelter will be built in the same uh, similar uh, uh, method. Uh, method wonderful so there so the entire stru- house will be solar powered or uh... Yeah, definitely. We are doing rainwater harvesting. Okay. And, uh, we'll be do using solar power. Ah. Uh, we'll be also uh, uh, making a small garden whereby yes. our day-to-day uh, need for vegetables and fruits and all will be. Uh, we will have from the same wow. garden. 
that's uh, wonderful later on i need to you know see whether i can grow grains or something but uh-huh. at present i am new to all that so right right okay the major part will be uh, my 70% of the trash mm-hmm. uh, maybe after coming to india practically i have gone zero waste i have not thrown anything out of the house awesome so 70% of the biodegradable is all going in the composting and bioenzymes right and uh, even at this uh, place where we are building the house mm-hmm. the surrounding area wherever i am growing my garden will have right. my own compost okay and uh, uh, remaining 30% which is non biodegradable right i am trying to reduce it as much as possible mm. but then i know some vendors who are going to use it in a proper method mm. like i know somebody in uh, mumbai near mumbai thane Mm-hmm. where uh, they are making polyfuel okay i know some uh, i know there are places where i can uh, give away my plastic okay so which I'm is not recyclable is properly. it uh, uh, yeah i'm uh, finding the vendors who can recycle my plastic okay. so i'm not throwing at all anything wonderful outside. very so nice wherever possible i am trying to give it to them wonderful that's yeah. so inspiring very nice Uh, yeah so my next question pratima ji is uh, like uh, you know the un sustainability goals goal number 5 is achieve gender equality and empower all women and girls so i would love to know your experience uh, like from your professional experience and as a homemaker what according to you will create this social equality Uh, i was very lucky to be born in a family where there was never a discrimination uh, in the education or anything else in mm-hmm. the family mm-hmm. but as today when i am in the village uh, kind of a town in right. karnataka mm-hmm. i find a lot of things are different i mean mm-hmm. so here the girls are not uh, uh, the people don't prefer them sending to for education School. than the boys ah. even School, now is yeah. it okay even today because they oh. they will be more useful at the household work like me i follow the plastic free life right uh, deepak my husband he will always like to educate uh, children okay. who are in need okay so he used to ah. always ask people this question that's why that are you going to school and whichever mm-hmm. community we interact right. we ask this and most of the time girls say no i mean mm-hmm. they are not preferring or they just stop after primary or secondary school okay. they don't go in for uh, in cities the uh, it is totally different in cities uh, uh, the yeah. conditions are different right yeah what i feel is if every girl is educated automatically the changes will happen because yes. she is going to then teach it to her children yes because i am educated today i am able to uh, teach my children what is gender equality correct so what i i have two boys mm. uh, and i started teaching them household work or cooking right from the beginning because Wonderful. i know when they will go to the universities Uh, they will be suddenly going to a new environment where right. they don't even know where the grocery is available right all these things will uh, help them out correct even the mm. banking we have taught them much earlier mm. uh, so that they are not exposed to a sudden uh, emergency situation where they mm. don't have money 
You right. don't know how to buy something. I know, yeah. So, uh, because most of the girls in the society, they know cooking. Hmm. Uh, but mothers don't teach it to the boys. And uh, maybe after the wedding or after the marriage, you'll realize that uh, the boys normally don't help in the household work yeah. because they are never taught. Exactly. And because of that, uh, the, the girl has to work in the office or the hospital as well as in the house house and that can only change uh, when boys are taught the things which they are supposed to do in the house exactly so automatically the things will change right so that, that like uh, these are like life skills which need to be everybody should learn right so then there everybody be should that. learn exactly yeah so then even a girl can pursue her uh, you know education and, and career uh, and uh, one more thing which uh, educated uh, class or hmm. like uh, people like us should do is yes whosoever is helping you out whether hmm. it is now in the they are building my house or they are coming my uh, to my place for working right i should teach them something or the other you know in a smaller scale yeah so they become independent correct they are not dependent on someone else for their banking Absolutely. Or anything else. Very so true. So slowly, slowly mm. the change mm. will happen. Yeah, very true. I know. In rural areas, one more uh, thing which I find is addictions mm-hmm. in uh, boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I'm uh, here, I'm seeing even the school going or the college going or even the uh, elder people. Yeah, they are right. all addicted to gutka, the oh. alcohol, mm. and uh, different types of uh, addiction. Yeah. So the major part of work or uh, even earning is done by ladies or girls. Actually, the, that is the main thing which we need to change. We need to educate boys or yeah. not to go for go in for addiction or to tell them what exactly will happen to them medically as well yeah. as uh, mentally if they are addicted to certain substances absolutely that need to change yeah yeah like growing up in my house we had our house help and like she used to go through so much of uh, physical abuse and mental abuse from her husband who is to always be on alcohol and she was the breadwinner and the caretaker and still like you know you she never got that respect like so that that used to really pain my heart no even <laughs> even today the situations are same mm. in villages uh, as a ecopreneur i i would like to tell you something that uh, mm. uh, how we can change the sustainability yeah, market can change this yes is to employ this women for a better uh, job yeah yeah uh, for uh, you know uh, see making uh, eco friendly toothbrushes or towels or something Correct. Uh, there are too many things i mean you know the uh, yeah. much more like produce bags yes everything yes. can be done very skillfully with uh, by girls and by women Correct. So if we give them encouragement not only they will learn they will also earn and they can change the society absolutely that's a wonderful advice very nice yeah. while you are living an eco conscious life what challenges do you face uh, first uh, the the properties of plastics are such that uh, they are actually the substance is very very useful yeah mm. so every food or everything on the shelf in an 
grocery shop if it is covered with plastic it is not going to get uh, spoiled affected spoiled mm. yeah mm. Mm. so that is the reason that every product producer of mm. uh, whether it is a cooked food or non cooked food or something they will write to wrap it in a plastic right and even so our grains i think we are getting grains, all yeah. produced in plastic yeah. right like so even if there is a ban from the every shop i go to i i give them my produce bag mm-hmm. they will still have an option which is i i always tell them that there is a ban on plastic ask mm-hmm. your customers to get their own bag right the answer is they will not get the cloth bag mm. not only that they will stop coming to my shop if i don't give oh. them the plastic bag <laughs> i know so in fact i know there are women who will uh, uh, stitch those pla- i mean ah. what i do is i give my old clothes uh, mm. to a tailor and right. just get the uh, all sizes of bags right. and i just distribute them to some shops very nice i say at least sometimes you can give them the bag wow at least that's what 100 you know 10 people will change correct yeah then obviously your your family should follow like i give my zero waste kit uh-huh. i always carry fruits to the other family friend or relatives mm-hmm. in and produce bag uh-huh. i empty it into their uh, uh, bucket nice. and then yeah. i take my produce bag back correct but uh, i mean it takes a lot of time that people will get you things which are wrapped in plastic yeah but i have a solution for that because i make eco bricks uh-huh i'll be yes. using eco bricks uh, in my uh, construction okay uh, in, the- in my gardening uh, uh-huh. i'll be using all the eco bricks wonderful so i do tell them but mm. if in case i get the plastic from anybody mm-hmm. i don't throw it i utilize it in my production. eco wonderful very nice yeah about composting also many people uh, face challenges uh, because composting is a natural process mm. and it is going to have insects there are different stages of insects right. so people normally don't uh, like to touch it uh. or they uh, <laughs> they will not so many people give me the uh, a waste i can say waste or vegetables ah, and all waste, okay. i put it in my composting wow a uh, lot of god uh, i mean the what the ornaments we put on the god flowers yeah 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 uh-huh. i make bio enzymes as well as compost uh, i still uh, have your marigold enzyme yeah i'm still yeah, using that yeah. for my kitchen counter and it it actually stays for so long and it works for so long Longer like you stays, just need little uh, right it is better like, it is uh, simple one is uh-huh. three to 10 Yes. Uh you just don't have to do anything. You just have to just open the lid for releasing the gas. Mm. And don't touch it for 3 months and that's it. Okay. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah, it's like a miracle cleaner, right? Like and, yeah, so and much completely research is natural. happening in India also. Mm. I I come to my last question. Like so what are the simple steps or easy ways to start for a beginner in making lifestyle changes to live sustainably according to you uh, sustainability is a very big word yeah uh, what you should do is you should observe the nature nature mm. has lot of rules like mm. uh, it's always win win situation right whatever you need you should not hold on to it in a large quantity Hmm. what you need today that much only you should buy from the shop 
whatever you produce also you should not hold on to it for like days together correct because someone else also needs those resources yes yeah today the situation is that people who have money and uh, ability to buy mm. are holding on to large amount of resources yeah. and we practically need one and a half earth for to sustain the population what we have today True. so if each one yeah. thinks that i will refuse what i don't want right and i will use only what is needed mm. and as soon as the need is over i will give mm. it back to the nature correct so it's mm. very important and uh, you just have to think uh, whatever actions you are doing like brushing my teeth in the morning if my toothbrush is sustainable right. whether can i get uh, make my own toothpaste if i cannot mm. can i buy it from a uh, uh, buy it from my friend who is making it correct and in mm. india you have lots of options yeah so, absolutely uh, you get it in a sustainable container also which you can use later right. on mm. uh, it will not only uh, reduce the plastic but it will also reduce those chemicals going into your drain every Correct. day mm. so something which we are not able to see with naked eyes yeah. are those chemicals who are contaminating the water bodies so use of bioenzymes use of uh, sustainable products like shampoo or soaps yeah. or toothpaste will reduce that contamination and automatically help nature correct and whatever biodegradable food you have uh, i mean waste you have learn composting it is very yeah easy. yeah and a uh, lot of people are teaching on, on uh, not on youtube that there are uh, zoom meetings and all yes. and you may make a mistake but you will automatically learn even right. bioenzymes is are the same yeah and always you know whenever you gift to someone see that uh, it is not wrapped in a plastic or yes. it is sustainable uh, wrapping and tell them that why you have done that so that is a teaching people may not understand what you are doing and according to me zero waste lifestyle is always uh, um, i mean people will learn from you only when you are doing it continuously yes. yeah you can yes. i mean if you do it people will look at you and will follow you yeah you, uh, you may not teach them directly correct send correct. them the messages exactly yeah as you are living your and, life uh, you are uh, you are a wonderful example what you are doing example. is uh, what you are doing is great because this podcast will at least teach some people uh, yes. about the sustainability it's it's like even i need motivation and listening to people like you who are a wonderful inspiration who are you know taking so much effort to live such a such an eco conscious life it really is really commendable like the effort you put in and uh, uh, real example thank you so much i'm sure everybody is going to get great knowledge and easy steps like frankly speaking it's not anything difficult it was pretty much uh, we can do everything that you said so thank you so much for all that thanks <laughs> thanks pallavi for having me that i i thanks had a lovely lot. time and thank you so much for all the knowledge you shared and i think i will have to get you in one more podcast because you have so much to share <laughs> this was not enough thanks. kudos to you and your husband you all are doing such wonderful work like uh, 
really commendable thank and- you so i hope you enjoyed this episode and felt motivated to take action or keep going on your efforts it is not necessary to make a change all at once one small step at a time and we can make a big impact if you found this initiative helpful then do subscribe and review it so it can motivate more people to join this green revolution any suggestions to progress in this sustainability journey are always welcome you can write to us in the email provided in the show notes see you next week with a new insightful episode same time same place bye